First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. Bienvenidos, Dobre Den, and welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast, The Pod of the Everyman, episode 106. We have a packed show, The Two Beers Podcast. Jordan and Drew slanging it on the reel. Drew, how you doing? Great, man. Great. It's an exciting time to be alive, especially if you're us and in the podcast game. Oh, man. Yeah, we had... A tear. We had the two-year anniversary special. We did the go for two, and now we've done the two for one. We are killing it. Doesn't matter the sport. A little bit of boxing, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Bro, I've been saying it for for three weeks now. Everybody get their stock in. Manscapes looking for uh, for new partners now. <laughs> We're on their radar. Bill Simmons, Bill Simmons is about to have us on his radar with that ridiculous, ridiculously amazing NBA two Photoshop. Put it that the Photoshop, yeah. the podcast might be our best podcast of all time. No offense to any one other podcast that we've had lately, but I listened to it like six times today. It was that good. You, you've, uh, funny enough, you've said that like six times in the past six months. Like that might be our best one. It's I'm I'm telling you, we're hitting we're, we're peaking we're, at the right time. We're like Bryce Harper, man. We're just we're just out of playing out of our minds right now. All right. Uh, that being said, let's break down some boxing from last weekend. Oh man, man. Two, that was a great Saturday. You're like, oh, bro, oh this God is bless bro, this God was bless last you. night tonight. I mean, I'm, did, I'm out of my mind. God what's going on with you? I, what's going on? I, I just it's a lot of work. Uh, you know, I just the kids. I, I have no idea. God bless it. All right. Jeez. Assume positions for the world famous two brew salute. Three, two, one. Ah. Sorry, I, my my finger couldn't get under that. It was good. Um, that's what she said. Uh, I uh, I'm I'm just keeping her easy. I'm just I got some yings, some yinglings, just some yings and some yangs. Yeah, yeah, just drinking some yings. Uh, wh- what are you drinking? Uh, I am just drinking a Corona Premier tonight. That's good. Good. Sorry about that. Goodness gracious. Uh, what are we if we don't have the two beers? We're just a podcast. <laughs> just, we're just, we're just two middle-aged white white guys hanging out in our basements. Uh, so good, so good. All right, now let's get to some fights. What a um, weekend! What a weekend! Great Saturday. Great little Saturday. Some Home Depot. Uh, you know, some little Bed Bath Beyond. And then the fights. Fight after fight after fight, man. And I gotta say, the ring walks in the women's fights were just fire. The, so I, good. I didn't see. I, I didn't Kayla see. Mayer? No, no, no. I was. Oh. I didn't see the um, the Wilder uh, card walkouts, but uh, both women's fights and I thought both Haney and Cambosis had just like home run walkouts. Yeah. So Michaela Mayer, Spice Girls, that was so good. Yeah. Bumgarner um, came out to something something that was really good. Yeah. Shields came out to uh 
the champ is here. Da-da-da, something awesome. And then I forget what the. What she Marshall. was dressed up like Apollo Creed. Yeah, I know. Her, man, her Nike. Marshall, yeah, the home t- the home crowd was going nuts. Uh, man, it was yeah, good stuff. All around, so. Where, where are we starting? The women's? Let's start with the women's. They yeah, let's it. go, they had, let's they go had right the, in order. Yeah. Right in order. Michaela Mayer versus Bumgarner. Um, Bumgarner wins by decision 6-4. Hell split of a deci- fight. Yeah, split decision. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Split decision. Um, we had it 6-4, Bumgarner. Split decision. Hell, hell of a fight. Yeah. Um. Now you you said you had had some interesting takes on this. Well, so I just you, you start I, off. I, I just thought that, and I don't want to bleed into the other fight. I, like my Meyer was just or Mayer, bigger fighter, reach yeah. height. I I just think thought I don't like she didn't to me she didn't use her size at all to as part of the game plan. Like she allowed a smaller fighter to dictate the pace. Uh, to easily close distance and like i just thought that like listen bump guard like, she's got she she hit she's got heavy hands like i like when i was thinking i was like man she, they, some of these studs sound like better be of landing some shots here from you know considering the fact she's a uh, 130 pounds uh you know heavy hands but like i i her hands were down a ton defensively you know she was lunging in on power shots like being left open for some counters and I, I just thought Mayer's game plan to like kind of fight in the trenches and come forward instead of fighting more off the back foot and trying to throw some hooks and you know some check down. I, I just I I just thought it was a terrible plan um, and terrible execution. All right, what you said made sense, and this is why I wanted you to go first. Go ahead, yeah. Because so many people are saying like, oh man, she didn't use her length to establish the jab, blah, blah, blah. She, she needed to get behind the jab. Even her corner was saying get behind the jab. And like, she got, she got out jabbed in the first three rounds. It was, yeah, but this is what was pissing me off about it. She's or, uh, orthodox fighter. Her left hand forward. She's jabbing with her, with her left hand. Baumgartner was so good. Every time Mayer went to throw the jab. All Bumgarner did was slightly s- slip a little bit to the right and and come over with like an overhand right, right over like like a jab, not an overhand, but like her. She slipped the, her right hand jab over the left handed jab of Mayer every time, and so it was like she was and she was quicker. She was she was anticipating the jab. And she was quicker, so she her jab was landing before Mayer's jab was even getting to her. Yeah. So it was just pissing me off that people were like, "Oh, she needed a jab." Get behind. I'm well, like, "Yeah, but she it's tried," not... and and Bumgarner was just was just beating her with it. Like, yeah, I mean, it, for for me, it's not just using. It reminded jab. me of, yeah. of Usyk Joshua because remember every time Joshua kept yeah, um, he would come over top. Yeah, Usyk was yeah over yeah. Top and Joshua it. kept trying to throw the jab, and everyone's like, he needs the jab. And yeah, like I'm not saying he should have used. I'm not saying he. I'm not saying that she should have used the jab more. I just, I just, I just didn't think no, she your analysis used her. was good. Yeah, I just, I, I just don't think she used her size as an advantage at all and again like maybe she can't fight off the back foot again like you know i mean we've you know i've seen a couple of mayor fights but like you know she's usually in the trenches fighting but like i don't think she's fought anybody with the power of Bumgarner, so it's right. a little bit different or the so maybe- skill skill and the quick twitch i mean she was just Bumgarner was so quick she, she just beat mayor to the draw like every time yeah and the fact and i and what really 
I think I had it even going, or, or maybe maybe I don't know. I can't remember who I had going uh, up into the tenth, but you know, Mayor just didn't seem like she had the right sense of urgency in that tenth round. Like, I yeah. even even if she and I don't know what the punch stats were for the tenth round, but like even if she outlanded uh, Bumgarner, I would have given Bum. If I was like a judge there, I would have given Bumgarner the round because she looked she had more energy. You know, she looked like she was, you know, she didn't want to leave any doubt that she was going to win the fight, whereas Mayer fought as if she had it in the bag, which, you know, she was talking, she said after the fight, like, you know, like, oh, you know, my corner, like, I don't even know who the hell her corner guy is, but, you know, he tells me the truth, like, you know, we were ahead, This it's like, well, I don't know what the hell that guy was watching, because, like, every one of those rounds, with the exception of maybe one or two, were razor thin. And I think the punch stats would probably tell you that. Like, outlanding somebody by, like, three punches isn't, like, a de- to me, a definitive round because... Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, that's, you know, first off, it's not 100% accurate. Second of all, like, you don't know the judges are going to see all those. And you just don't know, like, you know, a quick, like, little tap's going to count as a punch, but a judge might be like, okay, like, that's, you know, somebody lands a power shot. I'm counting that way more than those things. So, I, to me, if if, that's, if her corner was telling her that she was good going into the 10th and, you know, just be careful, then I, they, they did her a disservice. Yeah, um, dude, who the heck? It was somebody, it's like a real famous guy that was in her corner. Um, Coach Joe or something. And I should know. I mean, you know, shame on me, but. Yeah, uh, I, I should And, like, when I saw, I didn't know it was in her corner, and then I saw him at the fight, and I was like, oh, dang. And I, oh, God, it escapes me right now. God bless it. Um. Anyway, yeah, I, uh, I, 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 I hate Tia Lopez. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I agree that she didn't have enough urgency and she didn't hit. It's like she won rounds, but she never really hit the gas pedal. Um, no, which, never did. Like that, that was the one thing, um, I kind of expected was like with all of the bad blood, I expected these two to come out and like, eventually like build 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 and then just empty the tank and that just like it was a lot of sweet science going on and i I did not expect that from these two uh so that was it was still a really good fight hotly contested really close um even with with mayor's flaws it was still a close fight split decision obviously um but yeah i uh it was good yeah like where definitely definitely good opening fight yeah, and again, like this isn't you know this isn't Bible, but like here's here's the punch here's the punch stats. You ready? Got him. Yeah, yeah. So I'll go mayor. It's mayor than Bumgarner. Uh, three seven, five eleven, ten thirteen, sixteen seven, fourteen fourteen, twelve eight, twelve sixteen, seven nine, thirteen twelve. And in the tenth, twelve nineteen. Like where where is her corner telling her she's comfortably ahead going into the tenth round? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the tenth round and I didn't see the scorecard, so I don't know how the judges um scored the tenth round. But like yeah, like if that if, if that was the round that, you know, that cost her, like shame on shame on ever shame on everybody in that corner. Uh Al Mitchell, was that her trainer? I, I don't know. Yeah, Al Mitchell. Yeah, I don't know who that is. I'm I'm not that much of an ambassador, uh, obviously. Um. Anyway, of, of, of the sport here. 
Uh, so that, that was a good fight. I, I I thought the decision was spot on. I'm not not gonna lie. Thought and I thought the. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I, I as soon as it was over, I was like, yeah, yeah, it's a draw or Bumgarner. I was like, there's no way that um, there's no way that Mayer won that fight. Agreed. Um. All right. So <clears throat> the biggest question is, will they will they fight each other again? Bumgarner says there's no way she's giving her a rematch. Uh, actually, um, well, she did say. She, well, she did an interview with the DAZN guys um, yesterday, and okay. she 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 changed that and said, "Yeah, she, I, I would definitely, I definitely would fight her again." But it, you know, it's a hundred percent going to be on my terms and when I want to do it. Okay. I mean, fine. I mean, why not? Uh, the, where? I mean, who else? Are the the only like. Mayer can go up to 135 and yeah, fight mess Katie around with Tate. Katie Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, or even um Serrano even. Um but like Baumgartner, I guess Nah, Serrano Serrano's not that way class. She she moved up for Katie Taylor. I think she's actually a class below Baumgartner and uh Mayer. Okay. Well, whatever. She can so theoretically they could fight, but yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, I'm, get, I'm the, getting in the weeds. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever weight it is, it, I mean, they could theoretically fight. Um. But and then I, same thing with Bumgarner, I guess theoretically. But I mean, Bumgarner just won these belts, so why would she move? Uh, unless for money. I mean, that's I don't know where. Yeah, else, I mean, she she's go got here. three, so I think she said like she she's looking for um. Yeah, I've, she's that, looking for undisp- an undisputed fight. Yeah, that woman who has the belt, she barely fights. Her name is like uh, o- uh, it's Ochi, or I, I forget the name, but she barely ever fights. Yeah, so meh. Um, so I, I, I think I don't know. It seems like they should fight again, but I guess we'll see what. The- yeah, uh, I was really trying. I was really hoping I would be able to find these scorecards, but dagger. Um. They were, I think they were six four, six four, and I, I just seven, wanted to see how the, t- I, I just, I wanted to see how the tenth was uh, scored. Oh, I guess. Well, you know, when they showed the picture sometimes, yeah, 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 so yeah, you yeah, can yeah. see it. I just was curious if any, any of the three judges gave Mayer the tenth. Um. Okay. But yeah. So yeah. But we'll see. Hey, listen. This, and right. I. Uh, I mean, thank you, uh, Alicia Bumgarner, as well for for getting to put on your bicycle shorts uh, before the fight because that's. I think I, did I texted she, did you. Did she really? I think she really did because, like, somebody tweeted about it and she, like, replied to it with, like, a laughing comment about how she had a wedgie the whole time. But, like, it definitely looked like she forgot because, like, like, it looked like her ass was just hanging out of that. She was wearing that weird – those weird trunks that I hate where, like, they're not really trunks. It's just, like, a saddle with, uh, like, a belt with, like, mud flaps. flaps. Yeah, mud flaps. Uh, oh, man, we were getting a great show. So not only was she awesome in the I, ring performance-wise, but, my God, I was all, all roll tied to you, Alicia oh, Bumgarner. God bless it. I did not notice an ounce, an inch. So, well, good yeah. good for you, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So that led us to Savannah Marshall and the quote. The quote. Clarissa Shields. Um. That was much more oomph going into those punches. Yeah. Man, I did not know. Like, for someone who has barely any knockouts, good Lord, Clarissa Shields can crack. Like, that was some aggression coming out in, in those punches. Like, that that was awesome. Um, she did fight off the back foot. Savannah Marshall just She fought off it. everything. 
Yeah, Savannah Marshall just used to marching down her opponents and just one two, one bull- two, bully one him. two. Yeah, and uh, I mean, Carissa Shields just had all the answers. I mean, it was that fight was close-ish, but not that close. I didn't realize. Uh, I, I thought I thought at best it was seven three. Yeah, seven three eight four somewhere. If you wanted to fight, if you what? Well, eight four is not real, but um. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, like for and again, like kind of similar, like and again, maybe they just don't have the skill. So like, I thought Marshall, like I get, listen, I get it. You're you knock people out, you're a power puncher, but like given given that Shields is just so quick, like she has such fast hands, like getting getting in close range with her, like she's gonna get off four punches unless it was basically like, listen, she's gonna get off four punches on me. I'm eventually gonna knock her out. Which, if that was the plan, it's just like I, I think that yeah, that, I think that was exactly it. It's like, just look, a shitty just, plan. <laughs> I don't see. I don't know if it is though, because it's like, all right, look, she can't knock anybody out. I'm a big hitter, so I'm gonna eat some in order to give some. And she <sighs> she got in there, but just my my problem was by the time the fifth or sixth round came around, and like that plan clearly wasn't working, like. What's plan B? Yeah. Like, there was really no plan B. It's like, look, she's piecing me up at every point, and I'm not getting to her. Uh, At least it didn't look like she was getting to her. Although, after the fight, Shields did say that, like, she was having trouble with vision out of her right eye in round six. I mean, she landed landed hard punches. She did, but at no point did she have Shields, like... Yeah, like, hurt. Like, even staggered or anything. Like, and, and Shields might she might have the highest motor in all of boxing men's or women's like i'm trying to think like who else is just a maniac throwing punches like el terminador like <sighs> yeah but even even his, like his aren't his aren't crisp like that baby oh man um yeah you know what it, uh, steven fulton's kind of similar to what she was doing just like fast combinations getting in and out of range I mean, yeah, I I don't know. Again, I just her motor was unbelievable. It yeah, was oh, like it's great. Anytime Marshall would would actually like like we said, anytime she would get to her and hit her with two, three, four, uh, Shields was coming back with four, five, six of her own, and it was just like she had the internal score in her head, and she also had a higher motor than her opponent. It was it yeah. it was incredible to watch. Yeah, it really was. I I was I hadn't watched a lot of her fights, oddly enough, considering she was undisputed in like every other weight class. Um, but like, oh my gosh, she was. She's just, just not like I don't, I don't even know I don't even know what like networks or accessible fights like she's like. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. know what I mean. Like, she's, I don't think she has a promote. I think that was someone was saying like it's crazy she hasn't doesn't really have any backing from a promotional company. Um, but I mean, a lot where, of, does she, where does she go from here? I mean, there's no there's no one else to fight. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I, I think that a rematch with Marshall in the U.S. is something she talked about. Um, yeah, I don't think they're really going to sell in the U.S., though. She, yeah, I mean, Shields may not. Um, like, Serrano's not going to fight out of her weight class again against somebody like that. So that's not – because that's a – I mean, Serrano's got – Serrano's got the kind of pop that would challenge Shields. Like, she, I think Shields would still still beat her. But, like, at least she, she had – her. I don't know about that, but um, Serrano's a tough, a tough, uh, a tough son of a bitch, man. Um, 
I mean, what is what is shield? What are they again? Like one? Are they one fifty? Uh, I thought it was one sixty, but yeah. Oh, so the oh, why am I even talking about Serrano's like one twenty, one hundred and twenty pounds? Never mind. Yeah, I, was, I don't even think they're close. I'm thinking it's one forty. I'm thinking she's like in the one forty ish area, and like she'd yeah. have to, they'd have to do like a catchway. Yeah, I don't even know. Like, uh, yeah, at that size, like. I was listening to Canobio. He said maybe she goes back to uh, MMA, which, me, maybe, maybe. Shields. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think she'll keep by. I mean, she's got she's coming off. I mean, two million got you know two million views for this fight. Um, so I think she can ride a couple fights if they can find the right opponent. See, that's the problem. Like Taylor, even Taylor's too small. Like at one thirty five, yeah, like she I mean, can't move up. She can't move up twenty pounds. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like a, a Marshall a Marshall rematch in the U.S. is like. A stretch. M- maybe you do it in Michigan. Well, I mean, I mean, if you do it in Michigan, like maybe you get, you know, maybe you can sell a good amount of tickets. It might not do a, a big, obviously, a big pay per view buy, but at least you'll have a good gate, and you know, you'll try to get somebody either to zone or ESPN Plus to to pick it up again. Um, hey, bring it, to, bring it to Pittsburgh. I'll, I'll promote it. <laughs> well, the Two Beers Podcast. We'll uh, we'll sponsor the whole damn thing. <laughs> Can you imagine if they just like have no like no sponsors? They're like, all right, 150 bucks. Who who wants this? I mean, we, we technically we could go to the purse bid and bid on it, Jordan. <laughs> Do you imagine? It'd be great. <laughs> oh, Do you guys okay. have any distribution? No. Do you have any media credentials? No. How did you get in here? I don't know. I just saw we just saw we just saw a, 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 an entrance sign. We just, just walked, walked in. in. Yeah. Just walked right in. <laughs> uh, so good, so good. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, but yeah. Hey, kudos to kudos to the ladies because it was again both exciting fights. It lived up to the hype. They built up the fight the right way, um, and people got excited for these fights. And like we didn't need we didn't need twelve years of Twitter Twitter spats to let the fight build. Like, you know. Yeah, it they got they had they had their three month build up or whatever it was and guess what if they fought again awesome like I'm gonna watch both fights again like there's no reason that's really the problem in the men's divisions where you know we gotta listen to everybody talk about we gotta let these fights build and this and that's like well like why can't these guys just fight each other like three times like why can't guys fight at 135 and then when they move up to like 140 fight move up to 147 like why is why is it a thing where they can't we can't have trilogies like you know Hearns Hearns I mean I know everyone gets sick and tired of going back to the day but like Hearns and Leonard fought you know twice you know Hagler they only fought once but like Duran Leonard like you can have you can fight people more than once like you can have rematches at different weight classes like yeah. you know and let like let let people get interested like that way like wow that was a fucking awesome fight i can't wait to see him like in a rematch in a couple of years yeah i agree so but we're not allowed to have nice things yeah i mean boxing fans cuz what are we we're uh we're 2 weeks away from uh, or sorry we're officially a month away from uh, Crawford Crawford Spence in Vegas right <laughs> Told you. What would have been? What Told you, been. buddy. I was this I tried, close to booking I, it. I know. I tried. I, tried, I, I, I listened n- to you. I, non-refundable. I, I, I think it's so funny. Look at listening to, or looking at all these people on Twitter now. They're bitching that they have non-refundable rooms in Vegas now. They're gonna, <laughs> that they're gonna have to eat. They gotta eat it. <laughs> well, I mean, they could go to Vegas. That what are they? What are they gonna do? Just go sit out in the heat all day? It's Vegas. What the do you mean? Going, what are they gonna do? What the hell's going on in November? Uh, it's Vegas, like all <laughs> kinds of stuff. Oh boy! All right, next. What do you want to do next? 
Uh, just go in order. It was. Uh, well, there's Hany- the the, 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 the next. Kambosis. Okay. Uh, yeah, same thing. Like I said, the 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 best part of that fight also was the uh, entrances. We had uh, uh, George came out to uh, Limp Biscuit My Way, which was pretty dope. Um, Surprising. I, I always love. Yeah, I always love that song. Is a it was like probably the best like WrestleMania montage ever between The Rock <laughs> and Stone Cold. Um, but it's like you know it'll be different. They're basically trying to say this fight will be different. Like I'm not just gonna stand there and just get beat up for uh, 12 rounds. Uh, psych. <laughs> And then Devin came out. Devin came out to DMX the first time. Came out to uh, like really pulling up my heartstrings with Nas. Hate me now because I remember in eighth grade when that controversial music video came out, and I'm like, yeah, I don't really care about the music video. This song's awesome. Um, yeah. So really hyped. Listen, it was definitely a much more exciting fight than the first one. Still a shit ton of clenching, which and it's nobody's fault. Like I, I uh, whoever's engaging, I don't care. Like you don't have to accept a clench. Like. You can fight out of it, like, whatever. But definitely a lot more, you know, a lot more power punches and, and exciting stuff going on. Uh, both, I think both guys got cut. I think Devin got cut um, with a headbutt, well, like, and so did George. And again, it's another thing that's pissing me off is, like, people, oh, George, what, what was he doing? Was it, like, he tried, like, seven yeah, my, different things. Like, he just, Haney's just better. Yeah, like, my, and my, my only thing was, like, and listen, I obviously I don't want to see the guy die in the ring. But, like, there's times where, like, Haney's throwing and you can take chances. Like, you're probably going to get hit with something on the way back. And, like, there were just too many instances where I thought Cambosis just, like, was way too hesitant to to throw and and take, take something back. And, again, and I talked about it last week. Like, in, and I thought this ref was actually really good, like, even when they did clinch, he was all about, like, fight out of it, guys. Fight out of it. Like, stop looking at me. Fight out of it. And, like, anytime they got in, like, Cambosis was, like, looking at the ref to break up the clinch. It's like, bro, yeah. like, the only, like you have no chance Use of that. Out- you, you got to the inside. Use that as your yes, advantage. Yes, because you have no chance of outboxing Devin Haney. No shot at outboxing Devin Haney. Right? And, like, and, like, that's where he needed to take a page out of Holyfield. Like, like muck it up. Like, rub your forehead against his head, like... I'm not saying headbutt him, but, like, rub your head in his face. Like, use your forearms in his neck. Like, make it uncomfortable so that, like, he doesn't want to clench anymore. Like, like once you get to the inside, like, hit him right on the belt. Like, borderline low blow. Like, not, not low blow him, but, like, hit yeah. him lo- Like hit him on the belt. Like, hit him yep. in the kidneys. Like, all, like, pull out the holy field and just, like, make it uncomfortable in there. Yeah, well, even, I mean, we've seen – um. You know, like we've even seen Lomachenko a couple of times when he's like in those clenches and in those like areas where he pulls out like just a quick hook and drop like when he dropped Comey, just pulled out a quick hook without him even like thinking about it in the clinch. Like I, I just I just thought there were still opportunities. And again, it's it's me in my mind. It's like, you know, you're, you're never getting this shot again. You might retire after this. Who cares if you get knocked out? Like just go for broke. I just didn't think he went for broke. Yeah, I I get the 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 sentiment that he didn't go for broke, but like he did try like seven different things. Like he was switching stances, yeah. he was bobbing and weaving, he was frenetic, he was up and down, in and out. Like he none of that mattered though, because Devin's <laughs> just that much better than him. Yeah, yeah. So like he he did try and do he tried to tr- change up the cadence of his punches. Like it just didn't matter. Like Devin even said like. Yeah, like, I, I got his movements down, like, by the end of the first round, going into the second round. Like, 
I got his movements and the cadence down, and, like, I was just able to go to work after that. Yeah. Um, and to Devin's credit, you know, maybe he – I don't know if he was trying to go for the knockout, but, like, he certainly was throwing more Yeah, I, he definitely he, – he definitely they was were, trying. they were thudding a lot more. Yeah, he was they, definitely trying to make this fight – more entertaining and like he knew but like, and that's and he, that's he where didn't jab he didn't yeah. just straight up jab him to death he no. like there was so many good shots i mean he cambos's face was a mess after yeah. this fight yeah and this is what this is where and that's why like today it's like if you say one negative thing about anybody you're a hater and it's like you it doesn't matter if you rave about them for 11 rounds right because andre ward is really good at it. Like he doesn't like he doesn't openly criticize the guys, but he's like, this is this is a, this is an opportunity for Haney. Like he's like, Cambosis is ready to go. He just needs he just needs to be shown the door, which is basically saying like he's like, he's wobbly, like he's hurt, like Haney's good enough to get in there and get him out of there. And that's what he was trying to say. Like towards the end, like like Cambosis was ready to fall for like three rounds, and like. Devin didn't like go and pressure him to compl- again to completely sell out to like knock him to get him out of there too. Yeah, but and, um and because yeah you're right they were talking about it and they're like oh Haney doesn't have knockout power and Ward's like or maybe it was no I think it was uh, Timmy Bradley he goes it was both uh, it was both of them he said they yeah were, they neither were, yeah. did I but you go in there and you throw a flurry of punches and the ref either has to stop it or the guy finally falls yeah like just the accumulation eventually like gets yeah eventually it accumulates to where the guy just gets worn down from it so I mean again that's kind of if you were gonna if you were gonna critique Devin, Devin at all in the fight it's just that you know there was three rounds where he probably you know. He probably could have. He probably could have got Cambosis out of there, but I mean, he you know again, he he did he did way more than enough to uh, to get it done, and uh, and yeah, set him up nicely. So you know, the big talk the big talk going into the fight was at the weigh in, everyone saying he looked like you know someone from The Walking Dead, super drained. I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that like he didn't have like a fresh haircut this time around, and like the lighting was different. But uh, you know, so the the talk now is. You know, will we if you know if Lomachenko next week you know beats Jermaine Ortiz like we all hope that he will in two um, weekends. In two weekends, yeah. Uh, I mean, Ortiz is big with a lot of power, so I mean, I'm obviously being over worried because we love Lomachenko. But if that if if he gets by Ortiz, then there's zero barriers for Lomachenko Haney in April, aside from if Haney decides I'm just I'm moving up to 140. Yep, because I can't which, make the weight. Which, listen, if he wants to do that, if he needs to do that, that's fine. There's just there's no money for him at 140 right now. So yeah, he would have to rebuild the momentum. And he did not look like listen. Like and I know everybody was making such a big deal about it um, on Friday. He did not look at all impacted by the weight cut in the fight. Like he had t- even even during like the the weigh in and stuff. Like with him and his dad, like he had a lot of energy. Like him and Cambosis were really getting into it. Like at the weigh in, um, he looked spry. Like he like he looked fine. Like he he didn't like he wasn't running and getting Pedialyte and stuff like that afterwards. So we'll see what he does. But like if you think about it, like at one. Like there's just no path at 140 because if he vacates the titles, he gets a he. I think the WBC he'd automatically get a title shot. But like I don't even know who the hell has WBC now because uh, Taylor forfeited that belt. So like he's gonna be fighting a nobody at 140 for that belt. I think like they're not matching it with Tio. 
Like that's not how, like that. That's not going to be his next fight with top. You know what I mean? Like he's got one more fight with top rank, and it's not going to align with Tiafimo Lopez. Like that fight would not. That fight is not happening. I'm telling you, they will yeah, never no agree. Way. They will never agree on money. Those two sides at all. And I don't. I don't blame the Haneys because they're going to be like, yeah, exactly. like <laughs> they're like, no, 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 sir. You, 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 and your, you and your delusional pops. You're the B side. You're taking what we. You're taking what we decide you can get. Kind of thing. Um, cause that's just going to be a pure ego move between the two of them. So yep, yep. like, who does he get? Like he's not Josh Taylor, Josh Taylor's fighting Catterall and then he's probably moving up to 147. So even that's not there for him. Like, and I, I definitely wouldn't put Haney in there against Progray and, but they're not even, again, it's not the same progray has got some weird promotional company. Jose anyway. Ramirez would be somebody, um, but that's not a money. Like that's not like a big, no, money it's fight. not a money fight. That's though. what I'm saying. Like, so like if Devin wants a big money fight, and like you know, fighting like a legacy fight too, it's it's Lomachenko, or it's Shakur Stevenson at one thirty five because Tank's he's not fighting Tank like that ain't happening. So it's it's if he if you know it, he can make money and actually continue to build on fighting top guys if he stays at one thirty five with Shakur and Lomachenko like he can make two big paydays here if he fights Loma and then he fights Shakur. Assuming he beats Lomachenko, which he he can he can beat him. Like I mean, we love Loma, but like, I was that's say, I was gonna say that's a win. About a 50-50 fight. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, like he's a bigger fight. he's he's a bigger one. The guy at one thirty five. We already know Loma's a, a smaller one thirty five guy that's moved up. Like Loma's thirty four. Like Haney's a younger guy. Like it's not crazy. Like I think Loma. Like, I, I think as you know, if you looked at their careers, Lomachenko's had the better career and fought the tougher guys. But like that's not what wins fights. Like at this point, right? So. He yeah, can win I, that, and then he can fight Shakur. And guess what? Like, as good as Shakur and Nelson, and we love Shakur, and I, I think Shakur beats Devin. I don't, I don't know. I think Shakur beats Devin. Like, it, Devin could come out and be super aggressive and put the pa- and put the pressure on Shakur because Shakur doesn't have a ton of power. Maybe Devin's not even afraid of whatever Shakur throws at him and just has an awesome game plan and whoops his ass. Like, that's not far fetched. I agree. Uh, I think I think Haney is a slight betting favorite. Going up against Lomachenko. Yeah, I oh, agree. Totally agree. Um, and then, yeah, it would be interesting. Uh, I think he. I think he'd be like. Would, Shakur would be interesting. It would be like a minus like one twenty or something against Shakur, something like that. Something very. Shakur? I don't know yeah. who would be favored him versus Shakur. But. I think Haney would be very slimly favored, because I think it would be like a pick'em, and he's the champ, so I think he would get the better odds. Um. If I had to put money on it, I bet he goes to 140, and we don't see it. Huh. That's my that's my bet. I bet they moved 140 pounds. So it'll what, it'll be wouldn't it, surprise me just because <sighs> the only the only thing is like he's only 23 years old. He has so much runway that like if if he really is about legacy, like he'll take the fight. But if he he still has so much money to be made by protecting his zero, that like it wouldn't surprise me if they were like, eh, why why risk this at this point in our careers? Like, we have another ten years where we could. I don't go think he's. You know what though? Fights. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think him and his dad think like that though. Like with the zero shit. Like I I just don't. And maybe maybe that's <laughs> because they. I don't know. I I don't think they think the way like. The PBC crew, and, I, and again, I got everyone shits on PBC, and I mean they've given you plenty of reasons too. I don't think that they think that like okay, if we lose, like 
we're not going to make money and have big fights. Like, if he were to lose to Loma, like, him and Tio is still a big pay-per-view fight. Like, him and Shakur is still a big pay-per-view fight. Like, there's plenty of still big fights for him. I agree with you. I'm just saying what the industry has done. Yeah, so. I mean, that's fair. I just, I, I think, I, I do, and I, and we like, listen, I, I don't, I don't like the, the Haney stands because they're just way too over the top. But like I, we, we both like Devin, like, and we, like, Agreed. we support, yeah. we've, we've, we've supported Devin, uh, you know, for the last like two and a half years here. Yeah. Um, you know, so he can do what he wants by all means. He can do whatever the hell he wants to do. I, I think they moved to 140 just because I want to see that fight so bad. He's either moving to 140. The way <laughs> he's either moving to 140 or Loma somehow is getting dropped by Jermaine Ortiz next week, and I'm going to jump out of a fucking. <laughs> I'm going to jump out of a goddamn 12 or 27 story window. Uh, all right, 36 minutes in, we haven't even talked about the other card. Uh, yeah, I know. Love now, that, now that there's much to talk about, uh, Caleb Plant, Darrell, uh, whatever. Um, Plant absolutely whoops his ass. Yeah. Knock viciously knocks him out. And then as he's down, just does a bit, mocks him with a burial as he's uh, unconscious on the ground, which, you know, took some, took a little bit of heat from that, but whatever. Well, when uh, I first saw it, I was like, geez, like, why would you do that? But then I saw like Darrell was like, yeah, I ain't never losing to lo- no white boy or whatever. And, but did you and- see the, pre- I mean, even the press conference the day before, like he was just like, maybe they were just, listen, sell the fight. That's awesome. Like I felt like he was really going in on Caleb Plant here. Way like, personal, yeah. Yeah, like just like calling him a bitch and like all like, like I mean he just kept walking away with him and saying, Shut up, bitch, you're a bitch. Like you know, be nobody bitch and like I I I feel like I feel like he took it up to an extra notch to where Plant was like I'm literally going to destroy you. Like you don't understand. Like you, 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 there's a reason like this fight's been made. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> he, um, he almost did kill him. Yeah, so I didn't have any problem set, with set, it. Set up the left hand perfectly. Oof. One one hitter quitter. Right he, to the body. Boom. Right to Durrell, the head. Durrell was down for like three minutes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Time was, to retire, buddy. Time to retire. Sho- yep. Shoveled the dirt on his grave. Um. And so obviously now. Everybody, Benavides is fighting a tomato can again here in, I think, January. Uh, the fight that got canceled for a few months ago because the, his opponent failed a PED test, and now he's fighting the same guy that failed the PED test. He's a loser. Um, are we going to see Plant? Like, there is zero reason why we shouldn't see Plant Benavides in early summer of 2023. Uh, but we'll see if like, if PBC does their thing where it's like, well, we're not gonna have these guys fight each other because we gotta we gotta keep them keep them marketable so we can't have them lose and have this fight. Yeah, like we'll we'll see. But there's zero that 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 that's that's the fight to make next, especially with Canelo getting surgery and um being out for a period of time here. Like, have them fight each other. Just fucking get here, it done. Here's a question. Yeah, shoot. And and I've I've heard you know all the same names at 168, blah blah blah. Is Billy Joe Saunders retired? Is he, um, is his face just still broken? I like, don't, what's... I don't, I don't think he officially retired at all. Um, yeah, he didn't. He I don't think he's retired. Like he definitely blew up like in weight, and there's been rumors of him getting back in shape. So I don't know if we do see him again, but 
you know, I, I mean, he's not he's not going to fight any of those guys. Got it. Okay. At 168, nah, like I, nah, that that's not going to happen. So, um, but the wild card at 168 is uh, Andrade. You know, if he ever fights again, so Dan, Dan or Canobio sent out a great tweet about how uh, Charlo 160 Charlo hasn't fought since uh, June of 2021. Andrade hasn't fought since uh, December 2021, and Crawford hasn't fought since November 2021. Wow, yeah, like these are supposed to be like big names and bot, and they just yeah, just no activity. Crazy. So. Yeah, crazy. And then there was the main event that took all of two minutes and 57 seconds, maybe yep. less. Deontay Wilder, the Bronze Bomber. Boy, I got that one wrong. <laughs> Man, I got that one so right. <laughs> the Bronze Bomber comes back after, you know, uh, two hellacious fights and beatings from Tyson Fury uh, against Hellenius. Um, yeah, Hellenius walks right into well, you know what was funny i'm sitting there watching this and i'm like eh i'm like this is pretty much exactly what i expected like ring rust is slow he's just gonna walk around and like kind of size him up like i'm like there's just such low output i think i think the over is plenty safe and then it changed like that um man the the third he only lands three punches with three seconds left in the first round, he just a short, a short, stiff right from Wilder to Hellenius's left cheek, and kablammy, he's down. Uh, and he was down for a long time. Eyes were barely not rolling in the back of his head. I, I honestly thought he slipped. Uh, because when I was because when I was watching it on my phone, like I was watching it on my phone, I had the post fight on the TV. And, like, the angle – and I don't know which stream I was watching it on. Even after he was laying there with his eyes? No, 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 no. Oh, when oh. he first – like, when he first went down, because he was, like – he's in a corner. Wilder's, like, arms are, like, tucked. I was, like – I was, like, oh, did he just slip? And then, like, yeah, he, like, was eyes in the back of his head, and the ref's, like, calling it off. I'm, like, oh, I guess he caught him with something. So, it was it was weird. It was just such a – and, again, it might have been the angle of the stream that I had. And – um, I I want to point this out too that everyone is is kind of saying like, oh Wilder, he didn't even have to wind up. He didn't even blah blah blah. Okay, one thing that nobody has pointed out was like he bounced off the ropes with some extra momentum. Yeah, that definitely helped get some extra power on that punch. And I I haven't seen anybody note that. Uh, that being said, I mean it was, I mean just what what an amazing stiff. Little short right, yeah, it was awesome. Um, so he says he, you know, he wants all the smoke, all the names, fight for three more years. Uh, he gave an awesome speech after he was just like, "We all gotta love each other." There's too much hate going on, and then you know we we see videos of him catching up with Hellenius in you know the hotel room. And, yeah, know. well, they're they're I mean they're they're they they I mean they have they're somewhat friendly. I think they supposed to spar together. He was stuff. he was a sparring partner. Yeah, yeah. Of, which and, I don't I don't get why that all of a sudden is like between that and like the Loma fighting a spar like these guys all spar each other like guys spar each other like I don't I don't get why this is like a thing. Um, 
Well, I think it's just a matter of they bring in lesser guys, and then those lesser not guys. Not everybody. Not everybody, though. No, not every. I'm just these ones. The, the, you asked why this is a thing, and I'm saying they bring in these lesser guys. These guys get better because they're now sparring tougher competition, so they learn, and then they they win their several next couple fights. To and now it's like, oh well, now I like need somebody to fight, and this guy has some momentum and just won like three fights. It's exactly what happened with Hellenius. Hellenius' career was basically done. He's he's sparring with Wilder. Hellenius then goes out and and beats Konaski twice. And I, somebody else, I think, was in there, too. It's, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, damn, Hellenius is having, like, a second career here. Mm. It's like, well, let's put him up against a Wilder coming off of almost retirement and see what happens. Um, and then Wilder sends him into retirement. Uh, and then I think a similar thing with this Jermaine Ortiz. It was just like, all right, he's just kind of like an unknown. You know, Loma brings him in because he has some, you know, he's a big, bigger guy, big hitter, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, Ortiz just—I don't think he's been beaten. He just—yeah, he just beat Jamel. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. I think I think that's kind of where this comes from. I gotcha. I gotcha. I'm with you. Um. Yeah. So listen. And so I mean, the it looks like the WBC is going to order Ruiz uh, Wilder as a final eliminator for, which is nuts. That <laughs> I I hate boxing Twitter. Uh, but anyway. Uh, they're gonna a final eliminator for uh, Tyson Fury's WBC title as a mandatory. So for the spring, um, but you know, Wilder fans will have no problem with Wilder after two fights getting another title shot. But other people who have like multiple fights shouldn't get another title shot. Neither here nor there. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that'd be fun. I I think he abs- I think he may actually kill Andy Ruiz. <laughs> that may actually happen. He really uh, might. if they fight cuz Ruiz is like game. Like listen, I get him and his little T-Rex arms are going to throw fast hands and try to get him with combos. Uh yeah, he's tailor made for Deontay Wilder to absolutely destroy. Listen, there's there's almost nobody who's not tailor made for Deontay Wilder. What yeah. is it? 43 wins and 42 knockouts. Well, I got yeah, well I got a huge uh, I, I didn't even think it was going to turn into this, but uh, like a huge Twitter war with some Wilder fans because somebody somebody posted a picture of the 10th round of Usyk Joshua 2. The 10th round where uh, Joshua hits Wilder or Joshua hits Usyk with a right hand that like Usyk just like, you know, kind of shakes off for the most part. And the, the tag was. Um, if Wilder catches Usyk with this, he goes to the shadow realm, like or some nonsense. And I was just like, one, I, I still, I was pissed because I feel like it's a shot at AJ, and you know, I, I love Joshua, but I'm just like, yeah, because it's it's totally the same thing. Like as if Usyk, as if U- Usyk wouldn't, if Usyk wouldn't mentally and physically drain Wilder to the point where in the tenth round he would lose some zip on his right hand, and like I, oh my god, like it, it went on for a day and a half. Like responses to this thing, like you don't know what you're talking about. Wilder doesn't lose zip. He was outboxed by every guy he ever fought and still knocked him out. I'm like, so wait a minute. And he's like, Usyk hasn't felt, never fought anybody with that power. I'm like, so wait a minute. So let me get this straight. It's it's unreasonable to it's unreasonable to say that Usyk has a good chin because he's never fought somebody with Deontay Wilder power. But 
comparing the tomato cans that Wilder has fought that have outboxed him who don't mentally or physically task you the way that Usyk does, like every opponent of Usyk has told you they do, that's out of line. I was like, only on social media is this happening. Where like, you absolutely can't say that, but you can say this. I'm like, you guys are crazy. I was like, I wasn't even saying, I wasn't even saying that Wilder wouldn't beat him or Wilder wouldn't knock him out. It was the fact that it was like, unquestionably, undeniably, Deontay Wilder is going to sleep Usyk if he fights him was like the tweet. And I'm like, that's ridiculous to even say. Like, <laughs> that's insane. Oh, man. I love boxing Twitter. Which, uh, you know, the height disparity is huge, but that would be the probably the first heavyweight that's actually in Usyk's weight range. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's 214 pounds. And, like, people are <laughs> like, like, they're acting like Wilder's got this tank. I'm like, dude, like, Wilder, like, Wilder, Wilder was gassed against Louis Ortiz in the, in the first time they, they fought. And Ortiz wasn't draping his body on him. Like, like, Usyk makes you, like, have to think so much. It's like, Wilder's going to be getting tagged like crazy by Usyk him, too, before just, he does. Usyk is just a question mark against every heavyweight he's going to face. Yeah. we just... We, and that doesn't mean that Wilder won't knock him out. He still might. I mean, he might kill him for all we know. But yeah, like, he could. But like to like, say, like, oh, it's a, it's an absolute certainty Usyk that uh, is just such a random question mark against every heavyweight he's gonna fight. That like, yeah, we there's no way to predict how any of those fights are gonna go. It's it's absurd. Like, yeah, man, I just I could I couldn't believe the stir that it got. But any hoodles. All right. Boxing for pretty much 50 minutes here. It was a big weekend. Oh, yeah. Gotta love it. We got nothing coming up this weekend. Um, just some minor stuff, but yeah, we'll, we'll hit it hard again. Loma and Katie Taylor good. next week. Yeah. And Jake Paul, right? That's next week. Isn't Jake Paul fighting Silva next week? It is. It is. And just, Le'Veon Bell was added to that card. Shut up. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't know who he's fighting, but he, he's added to that card. So that's the thing. That's fun. Um, all right, take a breath, take a swig, take a breath. Let's let's transition from boxing to something we haven't really touched on, and it'll be playoffs. Um, the I gotta say, as as someone who doesn't have a team in the playoffs, like these games are starting at all kinds of crazy times. I'm trying to watch as much <laughs> as I can here and there and everywhere. Uh, but I do love playoff baseball. Um, Drew, why don't you recap how we got to the point where we are in terms of who's been winning and losing, and then we'll we'll go from there. Yeah, so so in the National League, uh, we had multiple 100-win teams between the Mets, the Braves, and the Dodgers. Uh, not one of them is still alive. Uh, we had the Padres take out the Mets in, in the first wildcard series, two games to one. Uh, they got the Scherzer in the first game, split the ground, go on a win. Uh, the Phillies went into St. Louis and swept them in two games to advance in the wild card uh, spot. The best part of that series was how much everybody, and including you when we previewed it, was gushing over St. Louis fan base. And uh, after they completely imploded in the top of the ninth at game one, they all left like before like the game was even over. It was actually kind of hysterical. Um and then that set up Phillies Braves, uh, a big time, big time rivalry. Obviously, they haven't played. They actually haven't played in the playoffs since '93, uh, when the Phillies beat them to go on to the World Series to face the Blue Jays. Uh, Phillies got on them early in Game One, split the split split in Atlanta, and then uh, I was there with my brother 
for game three, Phillies just snatched their souls uh, with a, a crushing Hoskins home run, who was like 0 for 20 in the playoffs. And then Harper smokes one right after him. And then game game four, they just didn't let up. Uh, Phillies upset uh, those chop dorks to move on. And then the Padre, Padres-Dodgers. Dodgers, you know, 111 wins, $800 million payroll. They win game one. They're smelling themselves. And then the Pods win the next three. Choke City again. Man. The city of L.A., thank God for bubbles, man. Or you'd have no titles in the, <laughs> in the last 10 years. Um oh. Just insane that that happened. Like they lost three games in a row, and in two of them they had mid, they had leads mid to late in those games, uh, and completely blew up. So, uh, Phillies, Phillies are playing the Padres now. Uh, they they went out last last night. The Phillies took game one. Harper another home run. Uh, Schwarber hit a ball like literally, I think, to outer space. I, I don't know if it landed. That was an amazing home run oh my god it was absolutely insane um and then they get out of today uh phillies are up four four they had this crazy second inning like the sun was they talked about for the game like the the way the sun was it was gonna give teams trouble well it only gave the home team trouble because in the second inning they were misjudging like little blooping fly balls left and right i think soto had like two errors phillies get four runs on the board and spot Aranola four runs and then Literally the next half inning, he gives up back-to-back homers and then completely implodes in the fifth inning, and the Padres uh, end up winning 8-5. to five. So we go back to Philly. Next three in Philly. Uh, I will be there tomorrow night uh, for game three. Excited. Look at you. Um, is this good, by the way? Uh, how, how, uh, how much are those tickets going for? Uh, the ch- uh, Before... Last night the cheapest for this game was like I think four twenty three. Wow! So so we got them for one hundred and forty. Like, oh like, wow! Yeah, well, because my brother goes to a bunch of games, so he got early access. So we didn't like buy him secondary market. We got him right off the Ticketmaster um, or whatever it is. But uh, through, let me do the math here. Uh, two four whatever through the playoffs. Are these good numbers, Jo? Four home runs, 11 hits, seven RBIs, seven runs, 1.411 OPS, 963 slugging, 407 batting average. Are those are those good? Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Because that was pretty good. Because that was before today, where he had two hits, a double, a run scored for Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper is in another stratosphere right now. I. I always thought about it. I don't understand how anyone cannot like this guy. He's just a goddamn gamer, and he's doing it with a friggin' <laughs> – with torn ligaments in his right elbow. It's crazy. Um, yeah, we'll see, man. I, I still think – I think the Phillies I, – I, I like the matchup with the Padres better because I think it's just a tall task to beat the Dodgers in seven with only two legitimate starting pitchers. Um, but I like I like their – Sensei Bay Park is rocking. So the Braves definitely got shook, especially Acuna had like six errors in those two games in Philly. Um, the pitchers definitely got in their head, the crowd. So I expect it to be rocking there. Uh, and then in the American League, we had uh, Blue Jays Mariners in the wild card series. The Blue Jays blew big leads, uh, especially in the second oh, game. Gosh. 
They were yeah, up. So, so yeah, Whew. yeah. Game two, Blue Jays are up seven one. They're streaking towards a deciding game three, but not so fast. Seattle comes back and win, wins, which is hilarious because very next game, Seattle's like, all right, let's keep it hot against Houston. They're up what seven eight one against Houston. Yep. Houston, seven seven one. Houston comes back and beats them in game one. Ends up Walk sweeping. Off. Three run homer by Alvarez. Yep, Jordan yep. Alvarez, and they end up sweeping that series three zero. Houston does. Uh, on the other side of the bracket, you know, Cleveland sweeps Tampa Bay two nothing. Fifteen fifteen inning game. Oh gosh. Had well even the Seattle. So we had we Wait, had a couple. We've had, we've had a couple. Was that was fifteen. That was fifteen. Was was the I think Seattle. I think Seattle Houston might have gone seventeen innings. Yeah, good call. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, two two just prolific games, so long. Um, yeah. Anyway, so the Guardians sweep Tampa. They go play the Yankees. They're up 2-1 on the Yankees. Games are being delayed left and right, blah, blah, blah. Uh, sure enough, Yankees come back, take the next two, uh, advance to the ALCS. Uh, game one tonight, Houston comes out. Verlander just pitches a gem. What ten, eleven strikeouts, whatever it was. Um, yeah. Well, he well, it's, yeah, he had he had eleven strikeouts, but like they were they 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 tagged him early, but they just couldn't they couldn't keep it going in yeah. the second inning. Yeah. So uh, Verlander goes what's like six or seven bunch of K's. Houston hits a, a bevy of home runs. Uh, so now they're up one nothing here in in the ALCS. So uh, Phillies Padres tied one one. Yankees, Houston, uh, Houston's up 1-0. Uh, Houston, man, it's just kind of like, I don't know, like Jordan Alvarez, Yuri Gurriel hit the big homer tonight. Um, you know, it's it's the pitching. You know, they got uh, old, uh, what's his name? Uh, I, I always forget his name. It's the most basic name in the history of names. The the big uh, superstar for Houston, Kyle, uh, Kyle Tucker. Yeah, it's like the most basic name. <laughs> um, you know, the King Tuck, they're calling him, uh, he, he's, he's kicking ass. Um, Yankees, I mean, Aaron judge just, I don't, I guess he has not know. been, he has not been good. He's had a couple home runs. Yeah, that's a lot of strike. I'm like, I don't know. Can we call it a slump? It just, yeah. he hasn't Co- been himself. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like, he's been, he's been, he's been good. Not great. Like he hasn't leveled up. Uh, Stanton's been the one that's leveled up big time here, and um, what's his face? Uh, Batter, Badger. I always mess up this guy's name. Bader. Ba- no, it's not Bader. Batter. Batter. Yeah, Batter. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't so know. I, I haven't. I'm not drinking my whiskey, so I can't pronounce names right uh, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's. I think it's Batter. Um, yeah. Listen, Garrett Cole. I. You know, they're gonna. I think. Um, I think Sevy's pitching tomorrow, and then they're gonna have Garrett Cole for Game Three. So. You just gotta get the split. Like I said, it's uh from from the Phillies' perspective, I, it's annoying that they didn't go up 2-0 when they had a golden opportunity. But you get the split, you come home, and you know, you know, for the Yankees, they're you know if they can get tomorrow night, they're gonna have you know one of the best pitchers of baseball in Game Three at home. So gotta get it done. I think the Yankees are gonna win the series. I'm taking the Yanks. It's their time. The, I'm sticking with the Astros. <laughs> They've lost. I mean, I picked the Astros in our preview, but. I'm speaking it into existence. They've lost. I think they've lost to the Astros three of the last five years in the playoffs. They're they they got to break through. It's like the Red Sox with the Yankees in that early 2000s. It's got to happen eventually, 
And I think that's, you know, it, it's it's going to happen. I just keep rooting for golf teams, Drew. See how, see how <laughs> as I say, F around and find out. <laughs> oh, man. I know. Oh, God. It'd be so awesome to get a, a Phillies-Yankees World Series, though. That'd be so cool. <laughs> Try to get some revenge, uh, some get back from 09. Uh, the only other cool thing with the baseball, I, I love how um, because these 100-win teams like all choked in the National League that there's this big debate of, oh, my God, we got to change. We got to change the system like home, home t- first round buys and, and home field advantage. is just not enough in baseball. Like they're like, you know, the, the Phillies crowd was was so much better than the Braves crowd. Like the Braves having home field wasn't really an advantage. I'm like, so so wait a minute. So hold on, hold on, hold on. So because the Atlanta fans suck and we're selling their tickets for $11 on StubHub, like we now have to revamp the playoffs the, the, of the playoffs and give the Braves five home games to have an advantage for the regular season. Well, here's the pro- here's my my thing is and uh, the damage is already done. Like you've already you've already opened Pandora's box with all these wild card teams. I, I don't and, think six and, is a ton of a ton of teams to let in. It, 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 when you have 162 games, it's absolutely too. But big. see, I disagree because I'm just like you play so many games. Like what? Like is letting 40 percent of the league like in like that crazy? When other yes. every other league lets like half in, in in half the games. Yes, because that's that's my point. You you Ugh. you you dilute those those 162 games. They're already so diluted but, because uh, there's so many of them. You're just diluting them further, and it's just I I don't like it. Now your point about the Braves not having good home field advantage—that's that shouldn't weigh at all. Like that's your own problem. Yeah, I, I I get to one because listen, like sometimes in the regular season, like teams that like are home run heavy, like they win a lot of games, and in the playoffs, like that just doesn't win games. So like when you get some of these teams that just you know are better hitting teams, and like you're facing better pitching, like Cleveland. Yeah, like see that's why, and like I don't know, uh, like I'm. The, the 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 this this reason sounds stupid because this is what this is why they say they started to play in the NBA, which I don't agree with the play in the NBA because like you let eight in, that's more than enough. You don't need to play around with this ten stuff. But like, you know, look at the Phillies for example, because you know Philly haters like, oh, the Phillies suck. They shouldn't be there. Like they won eighty-seven games, but like Bryce Harper, you know, broke his thumb and missed two and a half months of the season. Like they may have actually won a hundred and five games this year. So like. You know, I don't know. The trade deadline's late. You get to get better. Like I don't. I, I just don't think six teams when you're playing that many games, like to keep fan bases engaged as well. I just don't think it's. I just don't think it's like a ton, a ton of games, like yeah, a ton of teams still. Yeah, like you're you're right. That sounded dumb. Well, I, I don't know. I just don't think it is. And like like to me, and I, I don't know. Like four teams is stupid. Like I don't know. Like that seems like too few when you're. I mean, they used to not even have a playoff. It was just the team with the best record in the AL played the team with the best record in the NL, and that was yeah. the World Series. Yeah, but like that. First of all, there's no money in that, and like you'd have like it's all right. You, all, people, all I'm saying is that it's far enough. Like we don't like it was it was far enough before they added yet another. Uh, uh, wild card team and like it's absolutely far enough that like an 87 win team getting hot in the playoffs is kind of annoying but 
at the same time, it's the playoffs. That's when you have to play your best. Yeah, and so, I would just say, like, I didn't like the five where it's like, oh, one game decides it between four and five because I'm like, well, shouldn't it at least be a series? Because literally, like, anybody can just win one game. Yeah, like, exactly. A bad error. But, like, yeah, that's why I kind of liked having have the way they set this up where it's like, all right, you got to have a three-game three home series, like, to win. And, like, the thing with the die, like, the die, it's great seeing the Dodgers fans get pissed off about this. But, like, you lost three games in a row. Like, it's not that just, like, you know, the Padres were competitive. You got to a game five and had bad luck. You lost three games in a row. You're a hundred, you're a 111 team win. Yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't feel for you. Like, the Braves, like, the, like, the Phillies kicked the shit out of you. <laughs> like, literally, they, they did, they stole your souls. Look, like, the games weren't close. No, no matter it, the the setup is the setup. You you Yankees you, and Yankees in Houston had no problem taking. If you want to be the champion, you you find a way to win those. Games. Yeah, That's like the, the Yankees. The Yankees went to five. Like they they were facing elimination against Cle, uh, Cleveland. But guess what? They they have Garrett fucking Cole. And guess what? Garrett Cole did. He pitched like the ace he is and gets paid to be and forced Game Five at Yankee Stadium where they're hitting dingers like crazy and they win Game Five. Like. like Playing all these games and allowing all these teams in and, like, playing baseball into, like, early November is stupid to me. <laughs> okay. But Well, I mean, I, if anything, they should probably cut down the games in general. Like, having 162 is probably silly. Which is fine. If you, if you want to let this many teams in, don't play so many regular season games because they're already diluted, and by letting more teams in, you're diluting them even more. That's, that's my thing about it is it's not, it's not that – Six six out of thirty is too high of a number. It's that you dilute what's already a diluted regular season, and it's just like, dude, you're playing all these games, all these innings, and you're just you're just like, eh, okay, whatever. That that that's what annoys me. But all right, you fair know, enough. What if I'm also a pirate fan? So what's it? <laughs> none of it matters to me anyway. <laughs> uh um. Any any hoodles? Uh, that was a good discussion. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I kind of wanted to dive into that. Well, I was getting I got into some Twitter like Bill, like Simmons did a podcast about you know five they need five home we need we need five home games for uh, that's for just around like or like or they or like they they get one they get one two four and five it's like bro like well what's the difference if it's it's like okay well if home field doesn't matter then what's having five home games gonna do <laughs> like what's having five home games gonna do yeah, get, it's, get a life. Like, yeah, it's just dumb. Like if you're if you're if you're a better rocks. yeah if you're a better team, like just win. Like handle yeah. handle your business. Yeah, yep, exactly. So I um, I don't know. All right, so you know we'll keep an eye on that. Obviously, you'll be attending a bunch of games. Uh, NFL picks. Um, we we I, went we went from 84 percent winners to not eighty four percent winners real fast the real last quick. two weeks. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a you. Well, firstly, let me just say that we're seeing so much bad football, and it's like it's horrendous. All right, we're gonna play on Amazon on Thursdays. Uh, we're gonna play in England and Germany and all these other things on like Sunday mornings. And then one one guy got freaking stranded in Europe because of a visa or something. <laughs> like, like okay. Well, here's well here's what's also silly. Like, I, how did you come up with these games NFL for primetime? Because like, even this week, like, and it's unpredictable how teams are gonna play. But like this week, like Monday Night Football is the Patriots and the Bears. Why why would you put either one of those teams on Monday Night Football? 
Yeah, it's not like especially Thursday against where, each especially against each other. But like the, on Thursday, everybody has to have at least one Thursday game. So I get it. But like like you said on but Monday, like, but match like, make but just match make it better. Like have it have it have Patriots have it a, make it a division game. Have like Patriots Dolphins or like Patriots Bills. Like why are you having the Patriots and Bears play on Monday Night Football? Yeah, or I Sunday Night Football. They got Steelers Dolphins. Like these are just terrible matchups to put on primetime. Well, that's, you know why? Because there, there's a lot of terrible teams. Like, like most of the league is bad because they don't practice. They don't hit. They, like, they, they coach. The coaches are terrible. The coaches are terrible. Like, the rules are terrible. The replays are terrible. They play every day of the week. They're adding Friday games next year, <laughs> like, like for good uh, for Black Friday or whatever, like. The league sucks. Like, it is the – it is – like, there's – because football is so awesome, there's this, this, like, shininess about the NFL. But, like, the league is actually run terribly. Yeah. Like, I Paul Tagliabu handed them gold, and they've turned it into, like, I, I, like gold schlager or something. Like, it's terrible. Ah, crap, gold. <laughs> um, anyway, so – also terrible has been my picks. So I'm going to pull a you and just make you do all the picks because I can't hit any of them. So uh, that's great. Uh, so, so good. So lead, lead the way. Uh, this is a this is a lousy week to do it, but um <laughs> All right. So Falcon Cincinnati in Cincinnati. Falcons have played every team razor thin. Uh, I'm going to take the six and a half points for the Falcons. This is going to be the game where the Bengals end up like scoring 55 points. And I'm going to regret that. But like the Falcons, like they're not a great football team, but they're staying in all these games and it's coming down to the last couple of possessions for them. So, and they are three and three and two. They are. Yeah. Listen, they're three, they're three and three. They, they're, they're egregious roughing the quarterback. Uh, penalty away from having a potential game-winning drive against the Buccaneers. They, you know, lost. They lost at the end of the game to Seattle and the Rams. Like they, they 27, he, 27, 26. Um, yeah, 27, 26, 31, 27, 27, 23, 23, 20, 21, yeah. 15, and then they beat the Niners 28, 14. Which is so, all all Teddy's fault because all he did was shit on the Falcons to defend his buddy Matt Ryan. So we're there. Um, yeah, I'm gonna t- I'm just give me the points. Give me the six and a half. They've been I playing like all close, just insanely close games. The Bengals haven't looked great. Like Jamar Chase, I texted my buddy. Uh, I t- actually I texted Teddy on Sunday. I was like, remember when Jamar Chase used to make big plays? Those were good times. And then he broke off like two sixty yards. Yeah, then he broke off literally. Like, I said it like I said it about. 25 seconds before that play happened. I'm like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Um, all right. Uh, give me King Henry. King Henry. Uh, we're giving two and a half to the Colts uh, like in, in Tennessee. Uh, I, I like I like them to cover that game. Uh, have, they, what else? have they played already this year? I think they, they have, have yeah. right? Yes, the Titans won. Um, Titans beat them 24-17. Yes. Um the what else we got some bigger spreads for some bad teams um broncos are given 
the Jets, the Jets should cover that, right? I, I, I'm like, uh, here's the problem. Every every week with the Broncos, I'm talking myself into, I don't want to miss the run where like they magically starts. <laughs> I, I'm, every week now, we're like in week seven, and I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to miss this run where they just magically turn into a good football they team. Magically, yeah, they they they're they're injured left and right. Like they're, Jets, like, Jets are winning the football game. Like give Russell, me, give me... Russell Wilson is barely can throw a ball, whether he's injured or not. Meanwhile, Brees Hall is just like taking the league by storm. The Jets are four and two. The defense is playing well, and you're like, I don't know. The Jets are getting a point and a half. Like give me, that. give me Jets money line. Jets and uh, let's let's just keep riding the Red Hot Giants. They're getting three against Jacksonville. Give me on the road. Give me the Giants. Give me the Giants to cover. Giants to cover, Titans, the points. To co- Titans to cover the two and a half, uh, Falcons to cover six and a half, and, and what what a, what a, what a world we're in where three out of our four three out of our four are the Falcons, <laughs> the New York Football Giants, and the New York Jets. What well, a time! The crazy part is too is that they are the Titans have a winning record, their favorite. the The Giants have a winning record; they are getting points. The Jets have a winning record. They are getting points. Yeah. And the Falcons are 500 going up against another 500 team, and they're getting a damn near touchdown. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. Pretty wild. Pretty wild stuff. Um. Yeah. I. I. What do you call it? My. I'm. I'm just rooting for Big Blue because I've got it. I've got the. I've got a prediction that they're going to be eight and two after ten games. So, we're we're getting there, baby. It's going to happen. Love it. Love it. Those are our four picks. Got to get back back off the Schneid. Yep. Back. Wait. Back on the Schneid. Back on the Schneid. Wait. Off the Schneid. Off the Schneid. On the. Off the Schneid. I think it's off the Schneid. We're gonna get yeah. off the Schneid. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. It's okay. Back on the wagon. Off the Schneid. Let's ride. Woo! <laughs> I don't uh... want to miss the run. <laughs> it's never coming. Russell, Russell Wilson threw a first quarter touchdown. I'm like, oh my god, it's happening, guys. It's happening. Get ready. Here it comes. And then, oh my God, the next drive, I'm like, oh God, yeah, no, no, this this is never happening again. This game, no more touchdowns. Oh man. Okay. Uh. Huh, all right. Well, I guess that brings us to everybody's favorite minute in podcasting. Brum, 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 brum. The NASCAR pit stop. Brum, 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 brum. All right. This is gonna be very melodramatic. I'm not. I'm not promising that this will come in in under a minute, but I'll. I'll see what I could do. In three, two, one, go. Sigh. Last week at Las Vegas, Ross Chastain has a great race. We are cruising for our plus 1,000, but then no. Logano passes and pulls away with like 10 laps to go. Ah, so many freaking times this year, we've picked like the second place driver. Driving us crazy. Our cushion is down to plus three. We're stuck on eight wins. Give me a break. The big hoopla of this race was Kyle Larson had some really crappy driving and cut off Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace freaks out, immediately wrecks Kyle Larson, and then basically jumps his shit once they both get out of the car. Uh, you know, that's nothing new in NASCAR per se, but the fact that the retaliation came at full speed, like he wrecked his ass at full speed, and n- this car has been very unsafe, and NASCAR even, like, came, is making changes on the fly to try and make this car safer. So everyone was not cool with that for Bubba. He actually got suspended for this, like, one week. So, uh That being said, there's three races left in the season. This week is Miami Homestead, one-and-a-half-mile track. 
Uh, I think this is our last mile. Yeah, it's our last mile and a half track of the year. Logano already locked into the championship in two weeks from now, two and a half, whatever. Uh, this week, we're going with Blaney plus 900, Chastain plus 1,000, Willie B plus 1,200, Christopher Bell plus 1,200. All of those guys are still in the playoffs. Let's let's see if we can get a win. Let's go. Let's do it. Um, okay. Parlay. Where are you going with the parlay? Oh, boy, where am I going with the parlay? Uh, definitely Titans I want to stick with. King Henry's been good to us. Uh, so let's we'll take the two and a half. Um, uh, I, oh, I, t- I, I, I can pick a parlay game because I don't have to pick an NFL game for that. Yeah, well, I, I, we're going to take three, right? Okay, we can do three. Yeah, we're going to do three. It's NFL season. We're doing three. What do you want to do? I'm going back to Saturday night hockey. Overs. The the juggernaut overs, Saturday night hockey. Oh, man, the, I, I feel like I can't lose. The, there's been some high-scoring games. Um, Let's go with uh, – um, hold on. Hold on. Let me just check one thing. I, I think I know where I want to go. Um, uh, no, no. Actually, let's not go there. Let's not go there on the, on the discount double check. Let's go with the Penguins versus Blue Jackets. Metro Division matchup on what? Yeah, Saturday Oh, they're playing third. Okay, yeah, no, Thursday. Yeah, Penguins Saturday, seven o'clock. Penguins Blue Jackets taking the over. Let's get back on the train. That's what we got. Get back on the train. What's your third that you're picking? Uh, let's take Yankees on Saturday with Garrett Cole. Okay. Well, wait a minute. Today's Wednesday. They they're playing what? What day? They they're play tomorrow. Yeah, game Severino, two tomorrow. Game two tomorrow. Game on three Thursday, Saturday, and then game three Saturday. Okay. All right. Yeah. So Yankees, what did I say? What did I say? Titans. Yeah, Titans and Yankees. Titans, Yankees, Saturday, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we missed the the our mega <sighs> parlay last week. Yeah, yeah, not good. We, yeah, not good, not good, not good. Okay, um, on that note, I think we are. Oh no! Shout out to him before we get to beer two. True. What's your shout out to him this week? Uh, my take, David. Shout out to him. I, it's it's gonna be a probably a recurring theme this year for one of my least favorite uh NBA players. But making his season debut after a year off from the game of basketball, Benjamin Simmons, my man. After three quarters of uh basketball today, how many how many shots do you think Ben Simmons took? I'm gonna guess one. Shout out to you, Ben. One shot in <laughs> one shot through three quarters, and then he got uh, he got a, he got a dunk and a floater uh, in three minutes in the fourth before he fouled out with a roaring four five and five stat line as as uh, New Orleans beat uh, Brooklyn one thirty one oh eight one field goal in twenty in twenty minutes that's amazing have fun Brooklyn have fun shout out to you wow wow. He had 
Four four points, five rebounds, five assists, six fouls. Yeah. And like it's the best, I can't wait till tomorrow where we see all the apologists talk about, well, it was in foul trouble, could have get in a rhythm. Uh, in 20, also in 23 minutes played, uh, Patty Mills managed to get 10 shots up. <laughs> just, just for a frame of reference of how many shots you can get up in 20 minutes of play. <sighs> fun, fun. They're having fun there in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's assume positions for beer number two. Three, two, one. Ah, all right. Sticking with the Yings. Uh, what are you doing? Sticking with the Corona Premiere? Yeah. Look at us. Two, two basics over it's here. Two basic. Two basic bitches. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I... To die. One for the dark lord on his dark throne in the land of mortal. So good. Oh my God! What a finale, Jay. How did like the music isn't even like it's a little bit weird-ish but like it by the just time, it crushed it it crushed by, it. by the time you throw the lyrics in there like it just all that really comes together that song it starts out and you're like eh, and Espe- then oh yeah. my gosh it's so good yeah as as just as as lord sauron in his black coke ominously starts his stroll down the hills into mordor wow so just banger banger episode man rings uh, of power yeah, rings of power. So, um, a couple predictions that I, I wanted to jump in on. Yeah. Um. Oh, oh, well, wait. Let me ask you this: Were you gonna do it? You weren't gonna do a synopsis, were you? No, I thought we just was just free ball talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. it. Talk about yeah. the finale. So one, um, I was more than pleasantly surprised that we did get the birth of the three elvish rings by the time they finished up these. Like I feel like the outline of the plot that they laid out to that they wanted to accomplish in these first eight, perfect, absolutely perfect, hundred percent agree. Like they like yeah, you know what? We are gonna give people like like the forging of of we got to give them some rings here, like in the first eight. We're gonna give them the three elvish rings. Mm-hmm. Ama- perfect, amazing, like such a good job. And the way they like did it, uh, and the way they decided to come up with three, and it's like Galadriel's idea. Like I love it. Like so good. Um, the whole like I-, I have to say I did not expect the whole like who is Sauron? Who is the third yeah, man? We, we <laughs> like I didn't expect the whole with the who is Sauron drama like throughout the first eight, but like the way they strung you along to like who is who is the real Sauron. Um, and and then who ended up being you know the guy that from the very beginning that she pulled or he pulled her from the sea. It's like it's like the guy like it's the guy that we all sh- like all season were like that 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 it should be it's so obvious that that's that's probably Sarah that's Sarah that it's not. Let's figure let's figure out who it really is that we're not thinking about. Well, and it's you like, would oh. never 
but like the relationship he actually builds with Galadriel, like you would never. That's what like, he does. He's a he's a he's a he's a charmer, man. He's a he's a he's a conniv a conniving charmer, dude. Well, but yeah, it's great. And it's great because the way like, they built it up, but yeah. he's not presented that way in the movies. <laughs> well, it's because he's he's already so far gone. In the yeah, exactly. But yeah, like, but like would, that's but that's, that's like part that's of the his curveball is like you pretty, would never expect him to actually be like that. But like pre pre ring of power, he's like you know it's he's like Sauron the cunning and all this stuff. He's like a ship a, a shapeshifter, right? You know. So I think it does fit. But and he's great. It's great because she's like you lied to me, but and that. And he's like nah, man. I, I told you I, I took this I took this sigil off a dead man. Like I didn't tell you that I killed him, but I told you I took it off a dead man. But uh, by, by the way, spoiler alert because we haven't said it. Uh, Halibrand is Sauron. <laughs> since we didn't actually say who it was um but we talked about last week we didn't we didn't we quit last week uh, when we kind of ran through some burning questions we were like so do we think that we're gonna find out who the stranger and or sauron are and i can't you didn't think we would get both i forget which one you thought we would get but we end up probably getting both Right, I, I'm ninety. I'm at least ninety, if not ninety-five to ninety-nine percent sure of it. Yeah, I don't be, know how the stranger can't be Gandalf, Gandalf at, at this, this point. point. Yeah, I, but even I, yeah. I think who was it? Tori said could Saruman. be Saruman, who we we flirted with that early in like first two episodes. It could be Sar, Sar like Saruman, um, if it's a wizard, if it's not Gandalf. Uh, but yeah, they did a good job with those three weirdos. Those three weirdo like uh, you know magicians or whatever you want to call those yeah. uh, those those shapeshifters. Celestial right right off the bat, it's like they you know they call him Lord Sauron, and we're like, oh shit, that was quick. Um, you know, you probably still had some doubt in your mind where it's like, nah, I, I, don't, I did. I don't I'm know. like, yeah, that's that feels too convenient. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it'd be really weird to have the way they would have set that up, but. Uh, you know, yeah, and at the end, it ends up, you know, he he repeats the uh, infamous, uh, you know, one of the big Gandalf lines to, I think it was to Pippin, about follow, and when in doubt, follow your nose to uh, one of the Harf, I always forget her name, the Harf, the Harfoot that he's with. Nori. Nori, yeah. Um, as they're on their way, uh, an adventure together. And, uh, yeah, I I thought everything was pretty well done. Um no, no Doran, which sucked because he's he's just an awesome guy. He's been really good, like especially from a comedic kind of relief um, on the the story. Question: Yeah, uh, Gandalf said, "Follow your nose to Pippin." I thought he did. Was it oh. Mary? Oh, was it? Oh, it was in the Shire. I, I was no, no. He says in... that he says that to him in like I think Return of the King. Oh, I thought he said that to when they were in the the mines of Moria and they were like, ah, yes. It's like follow your nose. The air is fresher this way, or something. like Is that. it? Maybe, well, maybe it is. That, maybe that's I'm wrong. What I thought it was. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, um, just wanted to nerd out on that exact <laughs> quote for a second. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, and, and if you're, and again, if you're a Lord of the Rings fan, check out our NBA two for one uh, podcast we dropped last night, where we did a huge mishmash uh, mismatch of uh, Lord of the Rings and NBA guys. Uh, yeah, like I'm trying to think. Like, is there anything I would have done differently in this finale? But not really. Like, you, they didn't even like even the storyline of um, Isildur's dad and uh, the queen. Like, they kept that to a minimum. To like, we didn't overdo it because there really wasn't a ton of reason to show a lot of them. Yeah. Um, I kind of I watched it late because I didn't want any spoil anything to be spoiled. So I the only thing I I probably need to rewatch is what was the whole thing between the king of um. 
Numenor, and is that Isildur's daughter who he showed into that secret lair where the seeing stone is? Um, that was drawing yes. him. Yeah, is that Isildur's daughter? I believe it was. Not Isildur's daughter. I'm sorry. Uh, sister. I guess that would be his sister. Isildur's uh, sister. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. So I, I, I was a little fuzzy on that part, and uh, I'd have to go back and check that to see. What I was, was going as well, on. and I, I believe that's what it was. Yeah. But she's not. So I was listening to another podcast um, yesterday. She's apparently not in any of the texts. So like, she's kind of a wild card. So I think this is. Uh, some freelance, whatever they're gonna do. Uh, that's her. where Amazon didn't buy the the previous book. <laughs> so they yeah, they had to make up a couple a couple characters uh, in the storyline. But like the one thing I I, I totally forgot because after after the episode, because um, I was trying trying to figure out a couple things, but I went back and I was like, I'm I'm just gonna rewatch the prelude uh, or the ep- epilogue. What well, what would you call that beginning? Is it the epilogue? Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, uh, where Galadriel in the Fellowship, where she gives like that four-minute summary of like you know what happened with the Ring of Power and Sauron and the Battle of Mount Doom. Um, and I I totally forgot that Isildur's dad was like the king of Numenor or whatever the king of Me- like one of the kings. I or I don't I don't or Gondor. Like I don't, I don't I don't know why I forgot that, but I just did. I'm oh, like really. I was yeah. I was like oh so I guess like. I guess like uh, Isildur's dad and uh, this queen are gonna do the hunk of chunka here at some point here, and he's gonna put some pups in her, so because he's got to become king somehow, right? I guess. Um, yeah. The only the only thing that I, I just I couldn't remember because I was because the three elvish rings were have now been forged. I was like, how does Sauron build a ring that controls all these people? Especially now that they... So that's... I, w- I was going to bring that up. Is like, do you think the other rings are also made of Mithril? I guess. But I think that he... I think I think he ends up making all the other ones while making the one ring. Like, that they're all connected. And the Elvish rings, because there's three of them, and they're made with the um, the alloy... Whatever you want to call it. From Valnor. I, I know I'm butchering that. But the, the, the home of the elves... They're able, like they're they don't get put under his spell, and they can actually sense sense his um, like they can sense his like evil or something because of that, and that's kind of how it all flows together. Because that's why I was like, wait, this doesn't make sense. How how are these three rings being made separately, and he's not involved in this? Because he he makes the one one ring to control them all. Uh, but that's why I went back to watch it, and then I you know. Five hours later, I'm like halfway through. <laughs> I'm halfway through two towers at that point. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I wasn't thinking that way with the rings. That like the other ones all have to be connected, and these ones really aren't. And yeah, because because yeah, because I've never elves are able to like hide and not fall under the spell. And, all and they stuff. got the ba- yeah, and it's all it's the balance of the the three rings. But uh, for half a second, I definitely thought my wild card of the scientist elf, uh, Calembrin. Dangerously or, close. I was so when he when he said the line about um you know the uh the thing over flesh not of flesh I was like oh my god oh my god oh my god I got it right I got it right oh my god and then I was like ah oh, shit it's Halbrit um the scene between Halbrit and Galadriel uh next to that little pond where then they end up at, like in this vision at sea and they do the look into the water where it's him and his armor and her uh just fantastic like amazing. Uh, knocked that out of the ballpark. I, yeah, everything was just great. I, I, I got now the only. I guess the only thing that was kind of funny, and this we joked about this in our, um, our where we did some of our NBA player comparisons, where I 
talked about Gandalf kind of being all powerful and all these things, but like can't get it done and need super teams. Um, any reason why he couldn't have healed that uh, the the head hard foot there while he was like bleeding out in front of him? <laughs> in front of him. Any reason wait, he couldn't uh, wait, say could... that again? Any reason why Gandalf? Assuming that is Gandalf couldn't have uh, healed that uh, hard foot that was bleeding out there on the rock that saved his life. Yeah, I, so that's a good point too. Is <laughs> well, I think Gandalf is a little bit more explainable because it's like, hey, like he fell out of the sky. He's still getting used to this universe, like. So far, he's figured out, like, the fire and ash piece of his powers, but, like, not the rest of them. Okay. The one that's, uh, I'm interested to see how they develop it is, like, is it me? Or, like, so far, Galadriel just has, like, zero powers, right? But, like, um... but, like she clearly had, like, a lot of powers in Lord of the Rings, right? I don't, I, I don't know what powers they have. Like, they, like what the actual elvish powers are like long like long life she's got that well, obviously I think she had power from the ring right i don't i don't know well that's she, another thing she with, had one of the elven rings remember when she like yeah true when when she her voice got like she got giant and her voice yeah got, yeah like, yeah like she can yeah she's been they, they got some magic going on there uh, i'm not i'm not exactly sure what it is yeah yeah but, like, but also several, like how several times when they were like um, you know, uh, sorry, I just got, I just realized we didn't do meme of the week because I was just thinking of a meme. That's but, all right. Uh, um, several times where they could have used her magic and I'm just like, wait, does she have magic? Like what's going on? Why does she like have no magic? Yeah. Good point. Good point there. Um, what was I going to say? And I'm still fuzzy on how the rings are going to keep that tree from dying. Uh yeah, I don't know. Like, is it is it like the is it like Captain Captain Planet? Oh, it's it's the it's the Mithril for whatever reason keeps the keeps the light alive for whatever reason. But like, what are they like? Do they touch the tree with the rings like at the same time? Like they're calling Captain Planet and it's gonna like heal it, take the bad guy down to zero. I don't know. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. And then the rubies got mixed in there. I don't know why they need needed the rubies, but uh, but yeah, super cool. And then the end scene with. Uh, you know, Halbrand slash Sauron, like on 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 mountains, you know, over heading, heading towards Mount, heading Doom. towards uh, yeah, Mordor and Mount Doom in the black coat, in the black cloak, um, you know, watching the fire like in his eyeball, like foreshadowing obviously the eye that he will become, and then that that music just playing was just amazing, home run, so good. Uh, I yeah, I just. That's honestly, I'm gonna. I'm. There's very few series that I would rewatch. I'm gonna rewatch this one. This was. Yeah. It was too good. Yeah. It was. It was. Had 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 my doubts two years ago when they announced it. Uh, totally forgot about it because they announced it like two years ahead of time. And then even uh, episode one, I was like, okay, like a little slow here. But yeah. then, like, man, they. They did that intentionally just to introduce the characters, and then they they went right into stride in episode by the end of episode two. So, oh my gosh, they just they, they couldn't have done better, I don't think. No, they really couldn't have. And I mean, the only thing maybe you could have done was stretch out the reveal of Sauron, like maybe made it, uh, you know, ten episodes, a little bit more of a cliffhanger. Yeah, and you well, not the reveal, but like you still reveal it this season, but like 
him at the el in the elvish land like instead of that being like six minutes you could have stretched out like him getting healed there and you know him charming and his influence over the scientist elf because they still don't know that that guy's sauron like because she didn't tell them that hey i brought sauron here like i fucked up so like i i still think i still think that sauron is going to i i and i've i got now i want to go back and read the books and everything but I think that Sauron is going to use that scientist elf to make forge the other rings still. Like, I think that's going to happen. Um, it's, which is why, like, I still don't get, why wouldn't you tell them he's Sauron? Um, but another, another thing I was a little bit hazy on was, um, cause wasn't she like when they were down by the, the river in a van down by the river, hey, what, what, wasn't she like, oh, I'm not going to make the rings now. And he was like, you should go ma- make... Th-. Sauron was like, you should go make the rings. Yeah. And then she was like... They came back and she was like, uh, yeah, let's make the rings. And I was like, wait, so is she doing what Sauron wanted her to do? Or, like, is her suggesting three rings, like the curveball? Or, like, I, I don't... I was a little bit confused by that. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. Good call. Maybe got, got, we'll have to see on the rewatch. I'm like, is she is she pretend? Is she actually doing what? Well, I think it, I think I, I, th- I think it was. You know, you have to you have to make them to save to save the elves, right? And then and so then she figured out a way to, uh, you know, to unknowingly have an advantage over him by having the third one created. Yeah, basically make it so that it's not as corruptible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was her. That was her yep. cunning. I like it. I like it. Um, all right. Well, since I brought up meme of the week, uh, that's what I was about to say, and then you started the music, and it totally oh. escaped my mind. Apologies. That's okay. But um, it, this wasn't a meme. But there's that guy who does all the voices. I forget his name. On he, he's on Insta, and like, cracked me up when he was like, uh, he. I think he did the voice of was it Gandalf or Boromir, and he was like. Oh, like El- Elvish. It was it was it was Elrond and Gandalf. <laughs> I don't know. He just said something about like, "Wow, you just had open shoulder surgery like two scenes ago. You're looking pretty, pretty spry." <laughs> that cracked me up. <laughs> but uh, what was your meme of the week you wanted to throw out there? Um, it was a uh, a meme that your brother added some commentary to. It's a a bedroom that's covered in Nick's. Uh, <laughs> New York Knicks, uh, bed sheets, pillowcases, blinds, and a banner on the wall. And it says, ladies, please, one at a time, followed by the true meme from Tori White. I would never put that in my bedroom because then the expectations would just not be realistic. <laughs> tremendous, <laughs> tremendous, uh, tremendous stuff. Uh, the Knickerbockers. So um, good, so good. All right, so... That's fun. Uh, that was a great series. Good, good meme. And to close it out, the big hype job of the week. Hype job? I don't. I don't know that I like that term. But I, I didn't mean it in a false way. I was. It was a uh, uh, three three years in the making. I spent the last seven years of my life living out my wildest dreams. Bianca. Built on their shoulders. 
man, can I help you? Let me get an autograph? Nah, I ain't signing no autographs. Get off my car. You don't remember me, huh? Damien. Damien. How long were you locked up? 18 years, bro. Are you going to play the whole thing? Shh. Glad to have you back up, man. I need you to let go of your fear. Let go of the guilt. Let go of whatever was and walk into what is. Fear those chains are breaking, yeah. Fear God, I don't fear death. See those streets and see the street. Creed. Three, everybody. Woo, God. If I if I didn't need something injected into my veins yesterday, friggin' Michael B. Jordan, help me out, my man. They released some promo photos two days ago. I was like, ah, oh, finally, we got something about this movie. Cool. And then out of nowhere, I, I opened my phone yesterday, and it's like, go, go online now to watch the Creed 3 trailer. And I'm just like... Well, I'm not getting shit done today. Watched it maybe 19 times in four hours. Whoo! Let's go. March 3rd, 2023. The story continues. Um, yeah, doesn't look like Rocky's in this one, right? No, he is not. Stallone. Which Stallone, I mean, yeah, after after Creed 2 released, Stallone uh, released uh, like a message that they had, uh, they recorded during the filming where he said he he was he was stepping aside from the Creed franchise and letting, you know, Rocky's, you know, Rocky's had his time and they're going to let Michael B. Like, it's, you know, Michael B. Jordan's time to kind of take uh, the Adonis story where he wanted to. And, uh, uh, you know, so this story is that his childhood friend, who they used to run with, you know, they got in some trouble back in the day. Uh, Adonis did not get in trouble the same way that Damien got in trouble. Damien went to either some combination of juvie and or jail. Has been in there for, what, 18 years? 16 years, whatever it was. 18 he, years. 18, he's now out of jail, and he comes hanging around Michael B. Jordan. Uh, you know, Adonis. And so Donnie's like, ah, no, it's just like back in the day, like old times. Let him hang around. Let him hang around. and Let's Dam get him in the gym. Let's get him Let's get him part of the da team. Damien just bit by bit starts overstepping the bounds, overstepping the bounds. And all the people around Donnie are going, hey, man, this guy's like really o like overstepping the line. And he goes, no, nah, no, nah, that's my boy from back in the day. Finally, Damien just straight up steps to him and was like, you left me in there while your life, you know, turned into all this. I'm coming to take all this, and it's just going to be clash, bang, love it. So yeah. I think that's a. It's all in the trailer. Great setup. Yeah. Um. I'm. 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 I'm gonna. If I had to guess, I'm gonna ra random guess here. Uh, they get they 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 get arrested after he gets adopted by um Apollo's wife. And somehow Apollo's wife, because she's the wife of Apollo Creed, pulls some strings and gets Donnie out of trouble. But they don't help out uh, Damien, yeah, which probably. leads to some of the built-up animosity. You mad? Yeah. You think you mad? Try to try living half your life in prison, watching someone else live your life. I'm coming for everything. God, I can already quote the goddamn thing. I've seen it so many times. <laughs> I um, I'm interested to see kind of how deep they go into like the prison redemption story. Yeah, and, and so if they just keep him as the bad guy the whole way through. Yeah, and well, they have you know the beginning of the trailer makes it seem like 
he's coming to, you know Donnie's coming to an end of his career and maybe he's starting to get into like the promotional side of boxing uh and running the gym so that's kind of curious to me uh quick cameos uh he, we're gonna get Connell and Creed too <laughs> so Tony Bellew is gonna be in this one for I, don't, I mean I'm sure it's just a quick cameo fight uh which is awesome uh however however jose or david benavides got his brother into a central role in this movie i how did that happen so the the guy that he's sparring with when he like clicks on i don't know if that's supposed to be an anklet or like he's it's like a stopwatch to like how quickly he's gonna knock him out and he goes oh it's cute and he beats him up and then he ends up probably kill i think when you see him in one of the scenes boxing in the ring i think kills him you know that's benavides brother right Jose Benavides. I, I didn't notice. No, that is Benavides' brother. <laughs> like, how did that guy? I'm thinking. I, I remember Tia Fimo at one point said he was going to be in Creed three. Maybe that was supposed to be Tio, and then he lost to Cambosis, and they recast him. Like, oh, we can't have that fucking guy in this movie. But yeah, Benavides' brother is going to have a big have a big role in this flick. Ridiculous. Um, Jose Benavides. Jose, yeah, and then we have a uh, we have a Canelo cameo. I don't think Canelo is like. I think it's going to be just like a quick like you know again promotional side of things canelo just takes a picture with him or whatever i don't think it's going to be a big you know a big role for canelo but some cool some cool boxing guys that we saw uh in the trailer i, I wonder if andre ward's going to find his way in there as uh as danny stuntman wheeler because uh, he's just just the best um and I, I gotta tell you jonathan majors is playing uh damian anderson uh the the you know the the foil here in this majors is like uh, up and coming actor like he's he's like he he's he's already in the marvel universe which tells you he's already made it um he's done a lot of good movies i'm kind of surprised michael b like maybe not because like so so michael b is directing this this one uh like if i were him i'd kind of be like shit this guy's like gonna act circles around me <laughs> i'm really curious i'm really curious to see these guys like acting together because jonathan majors is like on a whole nother level um the Mike, I love Michael B, man. Like, you know, I love that guy. But, like, Jonathan Majors is legit. So, I'm, like, I'm super excited to see how this this goes with these guys. Jonathan I, Majors is yoked in those videos. Oh, my God. Good yeah, dude. Lord. Yeah, he's uh, he's super jacked. I wonder if he used um, – Corey Calais is uh, Michael B. Jordan's trainer. I follow him on Instagram. He's, like, he's, 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 he's been getting all those guys in shape for those movies. I wonder if he worked with him. Yeah, he's jacked out of his mind. The last thing we saw him on was the um, that Western with Idris Alba. I forget the name. Yeah, of it. I was, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, he was so good. In, like, God, I, I gotta rewatch that. He was so good in that uh, that movie. I'm just, I'm so, I, I'm just so pumped uh, for this. And I, I, there, there was they moved the date. Like it was supposed to be November. I think they moved it because Majors has another movie coming out, like at the end of November. Plus, like Black Panther is coming out in November, so they wanted to kind of spread some of that out a little bit. Um, but like, I, I, there there were some bad things about it, like ah, uh, you know, you know, the script it was too dark, all this stuff. But Ryan Coogler, who wrote the original Creed and directed the original Creed and did Black Panther, he he wrote apparently or helped develop the story, so. And, and that trailer just got me super pumped. I'm all in. I think I, I think I saw Creed one seven times in the movies when it came out. Wow. This is when I lived. Yeah, I yeah. This is when I lived down the street. We lived down the street from a movie theater back in Freehold. And like during Thanksgiving break when it came out, I was like, "No, nah, I'm just gonna go see Creed again." 
And then the next day, I was like kind of bored. And I was like, nah, I'm just going to go see Creed again. I just kept seeing it. <laughs> I think I saw Creed two, four times in the movies because it wasn't as good, um, but still liked it. I'll, I'll probably end up seeing this one like five times as well. So maybe maybe I'll drive down there and I'll go. To, we can take uh, take JP with us. Oh, uh, man. To go, uh, to go check that out. Um, My five-year-old son. I, I don't know if that's a good good move, but ah, whatever. Come on, man. He's gonna make him a, make a man out of him. <laughs> so it's like these. I, I was listening. I meant to bring it up in baseball too, where we were talking. Uh, there were parents on the radio today. Like, yeah, like I wish I could have let my kids stay up to watch the baseball game. I'm like, have we gotten that soft as like humans that like we can't even let like a six-year-old kid stay up to like nine o'clock and watch a baseball game? Are we? Are you, are we being serious now? Let the kid freaking stay up. My God. Uh, spoken like a man who has none. But Jesus, my God. I mean, I, I, I try. My, I think it's more about attention span for my kids. It's like my mom let me stay up to watch all Phillies playoff game. Any any late game going on, I was able to stay up to all hours and watch it. And the, the hockey game started seven thirty or seven or seven thirty, and I, I, I try and get my son to watch them and. He makes it like five or ten minutes. Yeah, like, like a regular season game, okay, maybe not, but like playoff, like the playoffs, like yeah, let your kids stay up and watch if they want. Yeah, when when I was a kid, and you know the Penguins were winning cups in '91 and '92, I was like, yeah, for kindergarten, first, second grade. Me and my brother had a TV in our bedroom, um, and my parents had like these big Stanley Cup uh, championship parties with all their friends and my mom was like kids need to go to bed blah 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 and so my my dad was like all right i'll put him to bed and then he we we would you know he'd we'd go in the basement where our bedroom was flick on the tv he's like here turn the volume down stay up all night and watch the games i don't care so me and my <laughs> brother watched the stanley cups together 91 and 92 like in our basement like pretending to be asleep <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so it was pretty pretty funny, and obviously, you know, when we, I think, I can't, maybe it was the second one when we won the cup, we just said screw it, and like everyone upstairs was just screaming and cheering, so we just ran upstairs and started hugging all the drunk adults. <laughs> so it was excellent, yeah. excellent. Anyway, that was story time. Um, With Jordan White, baby. <laughs> Funsies. All right, Drew. Funds. We we've been on a run, a heater as they might say. Man, not stopping. Click 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 click. No hold up. What's that song? Can't hold, hold us down. down. Oh, oh no. no, we got to keep on moving. Wasn't that that song in that Keanu Reeves? Oh no no that wasn't it. Never mind. That was a that was a Biggie song. Um. Anyway, I love it when you call me Big Pop for the movie you didn't see. Jesus. Correct. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got a price. All right, Drew, as per usual, good talk to you out there. Big kisses. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count, toss it out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd. Get you that second round Go on and throw it out Talk about anything that makes you get loud